Hola, namaste, and hello. I'm Sukriti, and I'm delighted to welcome you all to the Tegit Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Folks, this podcast is about the revolution of ChatGPT in the healthcare and life science industry. We're going to explore how the healthcare industry is embracing the power of GPT, discuss its user penetration and impact. Our expert here will uncover the technical advancements of ChatGPT, focusing how machine learning and transformers enhance its performance. We'll also delve into OpenAI's other tools like AI Codex and DAL-E and their applications in the healthcare and life science industry and take a closer look at how Merck leverages ChatGPT for specific use cases and highlighting the challenges and limitations associated with GPT in the healthcare industry. For all this and much more, I am in conversation with Bharati, who heads the AIML and Application Administration ITAC at Merck Group. Welcome to the show, Bharat. Uh, thank you, Sukriti. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Okay, so Bharat, without any further ado, I'll quickly, uh, you know, jump on to the questions that I have for the session today. Uh, can you share some details about the user penetration of GPT and how it has been adopted by the healthcare professionals and organizations altogether? Uh, sure. Uh, before that, let me uh, start by giving a brief on what is ChatGPT. So uh, it has been, uh, I think, uh, widely noticed uh, right now. So uh, to give a brief, ChatGPT is a large language model uh, chatbot launched by OpenAI in November 2022. So it takes text-based input in human language and allows human-like conversation with the user. So this model uh, is particularly fine-tuned on conversational language tasks. So we interact with it in conversational form in real time and it provides back relevant and natural sounding responses. Its ability to perform wide range of activities like uh, let's say writing code, an email, uh, essay, fixing code, or even writing a song and its ability to match our thought and expectation has made it successful and transformative in the world of AI. ChatGPT is a fine example of bring, bridging the gap between uh, a human and a machine. The, okay, this is the reason uh, I would say it has become uh, popular beyond our imagination. Uh, to give you an uh, example of its reach, so uh, ChatGPT uh, from its launch within five days, it was able to capture a user base of 1 million. So to put it in context, uh, Netflix took the same amount of 1 million users to reach in 40 months. That is three years, eight months. Facebook, uh, I think uh, 10 months. Uh, Instagram uh, was the previous record holder for five months. And uh, now with ChatGPT, uh, it has uh, done it in five days. And this, with this ability uh, to generate the coherent and uh, what you say, contextually relevant responses has made it widely uh, usable also and this format of uh, chatting with the model uh, and getting the responses has made it widely usable also so coming back to healthcare and life science industry how are they embracing it so i can say chat gpt will play a pivotal role in transforming the way we approach patient care and uh, scientific research so with this advanced language processing capabilities right it can assist the healthcare professionals uh, by providing real-time information answering uh, patient queries and aiding in decision-making processes. It can also contribute in, uh, let's say, drug discovery and development uh, by analyzing a vast amount of scientific literature and maybe uncovering valuable insights which was previously uh, not foreseen. By leveraging this power of artificial intelligence, uh, ChatGPT is going to revolutionize healthcare, life science, paving it uh, in more efficient and personalized approach in the field of medicine also. 
Okay, and from the technical standpoint, if I may ask, how does ChatGPT utilize machine learning and transformers to enhance its performance in the healthcare related conversations? Okay, so ChatGPT, uh, like I told, it's a large, uh, based on a large language model. In this case, it utilizes uh, deep learning techniques, specifically the GPT 3.5 architecture to process, generate text-based responses in a conversational ma manner. So what is GPT-3? Uh, GPT, the base uh, underlying uh, technology. So it's called, if to expand, chat, GPT. GPT stands for Generative Pre-trained Transformer. Uh, it's an autoregressive language model, uh, which is trained on a huge uh, data set, uh, which has billions of articles from Wikipedia, blog posts, quotes, and other contents from the online. So this is not the first model from OpenAI. So OpenAI, so if you look at this model number, it's 3.5. ChatGPT is based on the GPT 3.5 model. So when we go back to GPT-1, which was very good at summarization, GPT-2, uh, which was able to do summary and do some responses, and ChatGPT-3, the current model, uh, it has around 175 billion parameters, uh, meaning it is trained on a very huge data set and that data set is called the pile. With what it forms is once you train a model on this big huge data set, it forms foundational models or base models. On top of these base models, what OpenAI has done is, it has fine-tuned the model to respond to chat. Uh, let me go back. So to give you an idea of what 175 billion parameter means, so these are values on a neural network, okay? So consider we have a radio and it has two knobs to fine tune to a particular frequency to get the audio better. Similarly, this model has 175 such billion knobs wherein which can be used to generate the uh, content, meaning it can be fine tuned on particular tasks. So in this case, it is uh, trained to provide conversational tasks. So ChatGPT, uh, it is again, OpenAI is used one more technique. It has used this foundational models, fine-tuned it on chat data so that it can respond to a human in a natural human sounding way. Then it has used something called a super supervised reinforced learning. So wherein humans were evaluating the responses by this model, then giving it an attribute of, okay, you gave a good answer, take a positive reward. Uh, you, you didn't uh, perform well, take the punishment. With this, the model again uh, was able to learn on what kind of responses was going to be rewarded. And with these fine tunings and this process, ChatGPT uh, was able to capture this market and the model is seeing such wide uh, acceptance also. So there have been a lot of other models also previously. None were, uh, I can say, uh, could come up to this kind of a response. And that is mainly because of the fine tuning on the conversational data set. So coming back to your question on how uh, it can also be used in a healthcare conversation. So let's say we have a medical data. So currently, uh, like I told, ChatGPT is trained on uh, GPT 3.5, that base model or the foundational model is trained on a large number of internet data. So let's bring this architecture and train the huge data set uh, again on medical data or healthcare industry data. What this does is this will create models which are uh, primarily used or required for healthcare related question and answers, which will help consume large, uh, condense large literature in the form of conversation and help the uh, healthcare professionals to provide the 
do the research quickly and able to find in relevant information in a small amount of time. So I would say uh, this is going to be the turning point wherein we can see more uh, uh, models which are more focused on particular domains and its uh, application on top of it. Apart from the chat GPT, uh, Bharat, what are some other tools developed by OpenAI and how do you think they're being applied in the healthcare industry and life side industry? Uh, if you could just share an example uh, regarding their usage. Sure. So, uh, like I told, OpenAI has been developing model, uh, like I told GPT-1, GPT-2, uh, with various, uh, what you call, um, uh, tasks. So, beyond that, uh, I can say, uh, OpenAI has some notable tools, uh, some being AI Codex, uh, Whisper, uh, which, and Dolly, okay? So let me break it down. So what is AI Codex? Uh, AI Codex is a model that harnesses the power of machine learning to serve uh, as an AI assistant for coding tasks. It helps the developer in generating coding snippets. It can even comprehend and help write documentation and help the developer in his programming. So in the context of healthcare and life science uh, in with relation to AI codex uh, can be valuable uh, ally in let's say uh, creating custom or complex software applications, uh, data analysis pipeline and algorithm in implementation. For, uh, for example, uh, let's take uh, in the field of genomics. Okay, It can assist researchers in creating complex bioinformatics pipeline. It can swiftly analyze large scale genomic data, process DNA or protein sequences and perform intricate computational tasks necessary for, let's say, analyzing of analysis of uh, gene expression uh, patterns. Uh, let's say uh, the same uh, by automating these processes, right? We can facilitate in precision medicine. What do I mean by that? It, it actually empowers the researchers with accelerated understanding of intricacies of the human genome. So in this instance, again, uh, it will speed up the process of uh, understanding the genome and precision medicine, which will help in uh, coming up with novel medicines. Coming to Dolly. So Dolly is a model which generates images based on textual description. So it can create unique and intricate visuals that were previously unimagined. So to give an example or, or the famous example from the internet, so uh, astronaut riding a horse. So we know that horse and astronaut uh, images are plenty available. What this model, it is trained on these entities and images. It understands what is a horse and astronaut and it combines and give you one image where the astronaut is riding the horse. Okay, so like I told, intricate and uh, previously unimagined uh, images. Uh, this would have been uh, what you call, from a textual description, we are getting this image out. So in healthcare and life in the, in the life science industry also, uh, it can help in, uh, let's say, medical imaging, scientific visualization, and even creation of visual representation of pre complex data, which was previously unimaginable. So again, let's consider a scenario here uh, where a medical professional needs to educate a patient about intricate anatomy of a human heart, okay? By providing textual description of specific anatomical feature, or process, Dolly can generate, again, visually engaging and accurate illustration, bringing life of uh, these abstract concepts. These custom-made visuals can enhance patient understanding and facilitate communication between healthcare providers, patient, and ultimately aid in better medical de uh, decision-making. So I also talked about uh, 
whisper uh, so whisper is a uh, text to audio uh, model uh, it is able to generate audio uh, bytes also so again from textual description it will be able to generate the voice so again uh, having uh, chatbots or models which can talk to patients in a sympathetic way could be a very good use case in this area also again all these features for ai codex dolly or whisper um, we have a foundation model which will be has the capability of performing this task so uh, will it be already know the anatomy of a heart uh, might not be because it is not uh, trained on such data set in future like i told if we create uh, pick up on these architectures or these kind of models and fine tune them on the particular data or particular field which we want to target it will provide better results Okay, now that being said about uh, other, uh, you know, uh, the tools that are developed and being uh, utilized by the healthcare and lifestyle industry, uh, how is ChatGPT three especially being used by your company, Merck, and uh, how can you discuss, you know, if you can just uh, help us with some specific use cases or applications of the GPT three version uh, within your organization, Bharat? Sure. Um, thanks. Uh, as you know. Um, Mark is a science and technology company uh, bringing about uh, cutting edge innovation in life science and healthcare. That being said, uh, employees are involved in, uh, I'll say, critical research and development activities. So, our Mark data office uh, came up with a tool. Uh, they have created MyGPT. So, it's a custom built AI chatbot which integrates our cap the capability of our data and analytics ecosystem uh, called optimize using ai models through which are uh, accessed through microsoft azure cloud services so the team has created this clone of uh, chat gpt to ensure that it is uh, thoroughly reviewed by our cyber security and data privacy teams to adhere to the security and uh, let's say data privacy policy of our company so now with my gpt available to use with internal data and use cases uh, our Merck employees can securely make the best use of these foundational models uh, with the API uh, without worrying about our internal data getting leaked. So this actually accelerates the efficiency of every employees in the company. And we are also building on top of these uh, APIs uh, to create custom models. To give an example in where other uh, in Merck we can use uh, these APIs or ChatGPT kind of models. Uh, let me say, uh, Mark wants to improve its marketing and sales campaign. So it can do that by providing ChatGPT the uh, uh, data to analyze customer data, identify trends and preferences, and developing targeted messaging and content with targeted audience in mind. So ChatGPT will be able to analyze this huge data and provide targeted uh, content for the targeted audiences so in the same way uh, if you want to improve sales uh, we can do by automating uh, let's say lead generation uh, scheduling appointments providing personalized product recommendation uh, for the sales team it will also enable the sales team or the sales rep in real time with the information on the products which mox is putting out uh, pricing uh, and also competitor information also competitive pricing based on the other uh, values which are there uh, to help them engage with the customers more effectively. So going ahead with other examples, I can say uh, we would like to uh, monitor and analyze uh, the ad adverse uh, effects of drug reaction and 
identify potential safety issues which might come uh, from a drug. Similarly, we want to uh, develop chatbots uh, that can provide patients with personalized support and engagement. So we want to create a bot which would be sympathetic, which would be empathetic uh, to the queries from the patients and provide personalized support and engage them in by providing, let's say, reminder of their medication doses, what is the side effect they are tracking, and even provide some lifestyle advices. We can also use this uh, uh, ChatGPT kind of models to develop, let's say, educational chatbot that can provide the patients and healthcare providers with information on specific diseases, treatments, and even medications. So, Again, uh, Merck is also uh, into uh, creation of uh, what you call, they conduct a lot, create a lot of uh, drug discovery also. So if, let's say we want to conduct a clinical trial. We can use these models to already improve the recruitment and screening process of the uh, clinical trial patients by interacting with potential participants and answering the questions about the trial and also giving them what is the eligibility criteria, compensation, all these details factored in, it will be able to provide uh, what I would say is a, a proper uh, set of people whom we can in, utilize in the clinical trials. Yes, Sukrati. All right. Yes, Bharat. So, uh, you know, I would like to close this conversation with uh, one of the most uh, important elements that comes along with technological adoption, uh, which are challenges. I'm sure, uh, you know, the adoption that we are, the adoption rate that we are uh, actually into, uh, a lot of things comes along with uh, it. And one of the most you know, important factors would be challenges. Now, what are the challenges of current limitations that you would see associated with ChatGPT or, you know, GPT in general uh, when it comes to healthcare and their usage? How are these challenges being addressed or mitigated uh, currently? Okay, thank you. So to go back, I'll, I'll give again a brief about uh, what it means. So these models uh, are first of all trained on a huge data set and ChatGPT currently is only trained till November 2021 data. Uh, yeah, November or December 2021 data. After that, uh, ChatGPT doesn't know of all the uh, events which has taken place, okay? So then uh, with the wide usage, uh, with many people interacting with ChatGPT, uh, from the initial launch to as of today, there are a lot of improvements which has happened in ChatGPT. So what I mean to say is, Initially, there were uh, even though after all, putting on all the safety and security uh, guardrails, the bot was chatbot was still able to provide information which was uh, not supposed to be given. Okay, and in this case, uh, there are a lot of uh, data and security concerns, uh, data privacy and security concerns which come as a part of it. So, being a healthcare and life science industry, uh, we cannot be able to uh, put our data on the uh, web, or there are a lot of proprietary data which we would like to interact with. So, as a first step for our company, at least, uh, MyGPT uh, is vetted by our cybersecurity uh, team. So, we will be able to use it uh, for our internal and uh, personal, not personal information, but to some not confidential data, but still the internal data which is available in Merck. So similarly, uh, ChatGPT maybe uh, we don't know how it will be able to handle patient information. When can, when we talk about healthcare industry, uh, will it be uh, storing uh, what you call 
be able to safeguard the patient uh, information uh, and will it not be used in somewhere so let, to give an example okay i have talked to chat gpt and chat gpt has used my question and answer to retrain its model so that it will be uh, able to answer a particular uh, information in future uh, um, sessions better okay when i provide healthcare or uh, patient information what if it uses this patient information for someone else or it is giving uh, the information out someone asked uh, someone knows what data has gone in so if he has pointed questions or is he able to bypass that guardrails by chat gpt will he able to extract that information so data and privacy uh, uh, data privacy and security is one of uh, main uh, problem which we see to, again to ensure that uh, uh, how do we mitigate it we have to make sure uh, property security measures what we should be aware of what data we put in the model and have anonymizing techniques in which uh, we'll be able to mask the patient uh, data and then train the model. Okay, that would be one. So again, ChatGPT is a model which generates data. So whatever question it is you are asking, it doesn't know whether the answer is correct or not. So what it does is it's generates based on the question and what it has learned chooses the best probability of the next word and it generates that word and that accuracy is so good that we think that it is able to understand and answer but that is not the case so chat gpt can confidently give you a wrong answer and it can hallucinate on topics which it doesn't know meaning you ask uh, some question it doesn't know it will uh, based on its previous reading it will be able to relate and go on a tangent which is not coherent and it will not be uh, understandable okay but these kind of models can also be used uh, let's say we train the model in such a way that it gives you wrong information so having the right data uh, and a lot of data uh, makes a lot of sense so when we know that the knowledge has uh, currently i told you it is trained on a lot of internet data so if there are some bad data which are not cleaned up by the team already it would be able to promoting the same data as true and people who might not have uh, taken the time to uh, uh, what you call evaluate it or test the results or make sure the re and, uh, response is right will be uh, picking it up and using it in some other use case also which would be leading to wrong conclusions so like i told uh, it is trained on a last knowledge base and it might consist of many inaccuracies and this might even lead to some patients receiving incorrect health advice also so again uh, like i talked about earlier uh, with these architectures we have to see uh, even when we are training it with the healthcare data we have to make sure the data is uh, uh, properly vetted make sure all the inaccuracies are corrected and um, uh, make sure whatever responses are coming also we should have a proper validation set where we uh, always test the responses of this chatbot to make sure it is providing uh, the right information so by ensuring these uh, accuracies and reliability on the generated content uh, we can um, prevent and control the potential harm these models can have okay then continuing with the same biases in data okay so let's say uh, initially uh, when a question was asked to chat gpt on who will be the best doctor uh, who is uh, which gender is best suited for a doctor 
if you look at the historical data uh, due to uh, women not getting into it, not getting the right education or not go aspiring to become doctors might be the reasons historically with those data what has happened is uh, what chat gpt will infer is since many of the male have become uh, doctors uh, from a statistical point of view it will say male uh, gender is the best suited for a doctor so again these kind of biases also need to be analyzed and made sure it is removed before we actually uh, provide it to the model so again uh, these chat gpt will contain many biases again we we have when we are training it on a big data set uh, again we don't know what are all the biases which are even there are many biases even which we will not be able to catch how, and again it is the challenge for us and how we uh, will be able to uh, address this problem and able to clean up the data to make sure uh, the data is cleaned up with these biases and other things okay so again what does these biases do for a healthcare industry so for drug drug discovery let's say potentially uh, leading to a development of a drug that is less effective or have unintended side effects for the certain population so population gender ethnicity everything will have a, a factor in the uh, drug discovery so it might be like i told ineffective or it might be have side effects to certain population so ensuring that our data set is diverse it has all the representative data set it will be a vital uh, way to uh, at least mitigate this bias so then all right Bharat, thank you mm -hmm. i think uh, this this the, the set of challenges that you've just spoken and we do know that uh, uh, it, it's not a full fledged correct information that comes out from gpt and it's like a wip that is uh, uh, for the industry no matter which brand uh, you know chat gpt is being utilized and you know used as a service but um, you know, garnering this uh, thought with the healthcare industry, some information that is already feeded in is being utilized, and uh, I'm sure every industry is trying to uh, utilize ChatGPT in the best possible way. Thank you so much for being here with us, Bharat, and giving us a download of uh, how it's being utilized in the healthcare industry. Thanks a lot, Sukruti. Thank you for this opportunity to talk about this topic. Thank you, Bharat, once again, folks. I hope uh, you know you. This is a new set of learning for you, wherein knowing how ChatGPT is being used in the healthcare and life sciences industry. I hope you've made note of the important factors that uh, you know, you know the tools are being utilized for, and how uh, machine learning is being uh, you know one of the utilized as uh, transformers here. Uh, thank you so much for joining in and uh, tuning into this podcast. I'll be back with another episode very soon. Till then, stay safe and take care.